Welcome to Alive, a Vineyard College ministry with the purpose to awaken students to their true relationship, identity, and destiny in Christ through the power of the Holy Spirit. We hope you enjoy this message today, and if you want to connect with us, you can follow us on Facebook at Alive Vineyard College Family or Instagram at Alive Vineyard College. Whoa, man. I want to talk a little bit about something that's been um, on my heart. Um, last week, we, we, last time we gathered, wasn't it good? You know, Allie, Salem, Lacey, can y'all give it up for them? They, they, they killed it. Um, it was, it was really good for them to uh, give their testimonies. Um, and if you did not, if you missed the testimony, um, you can get the testimony on podcast. Uh, and if you don't know what I'm talking about, you probably need to go ahead and text the live fam to 97,000 so you don't get that podcast, um, so you don't get in there. Um, but tonight we're going to talk a little bit some, uh, about something else. Not a little bit, but oh, yeah, maybe a little bit compared to the time. Um, but we're going to talk a little bit about um, hearing God. Hearing God. Yeah, I, I think this is essential to the Christian walk. This is something that needs to be taken seriously among the Christian walk. I'm going to have to back this mic up because I think it's way too close to my to my head, my, oh, there we go, thank you, Sheesh. I'm like, my P's are sounding like deafening right now, anyway, all right, here we go, so yeah, it, it's, it's something that's essential to the Christian walk, something that must be taken seriously in this thing, uh, is that hearing God, it's hearing God, um, I remember hearing stories of people sharing how they heard from God all the time, how they actually would have, like, conversations with God. And to be honest with you, I would get super, like, you know, annoyed and jealous and, and then frustrated because I would hear all these people talking about, yeah, I was talking to God the other day. I'm like, what? What are you talking about? I mean, how are you talking to God? I would get frustrated and I would kind of get a little jealous of their relationship with God. And then I'm asking God, God, what am I, chopped liver? I mean, like, why aren't you talking to me? You know, I want to know why you are not talking to me until, it, wait, first of all, can anybody relate here to that? You know what I mean? Can anybody relate? I mean, I, I know I wasn't the only one. I will always figure out, like, what is going on with other people's relations? Do they know something that I don't know? It turned out they did. Because today, because of good teaching and, and revelation and all that, I'm able to hear from God every day, too. And I'm not trying to say that as a, like, look at me. I'm trying to say that it's about what you know. And because I grasped what, I, what, what, what people were, were able to share, I benefited from being able to hear from God on the regular. And I believe you can, too. I believe everyone here can, too. So today, we're going to talk about hearing God. Because God longs to have a relationship with his sons and daughters. He, he longs to have a relationship with his people. He wants to talk to you. So I want to talk about that. Let's pray, and we will get it in. Holy Spirit, I pray you come. 
have your way in this place. Open ears, open hearts, open, open minds, Lord God, so that what I have to say is not distracted or circumvented by anything here in our midst, Lord God. So, Father, may you come mighty in this message and speak through me. Say what you need to say, how you want to say it. In Jesus' name, amen? First off, I want, I want to just go ahead and just say that what I'm about to teach y'all is hotly contested. It's hotly contested by the church. You know what I'm saying? Not all churches teach what I'm about to teach you guys. Not all Christians believe that God speaks today. Not all Christians believe that. In fact, some of y'all probably left churches that didn't believe that God spoke. Some of y'all are probably, you know, recovering from churches who, who, who felt like, you know what, what are you talking about? God doesn't speak today. Case closed. He doesn't move. He doesn't do nothing. You know what I'm saying? He does not speak today. People can get really mad. Hey, man, I feel like I can hear from God. What are you talking about? You heard from God. God doesn't speak. You know what I mean? Like, they get really, really upset about the fact that I feel I hear from God in such a way that they feel like you're talking heresy. You know what I mean? Like, I'm speaking heresy. But here at the Vineyard Church, we don't believe in a deaf-mute God. Here at the Vineyard Church, here at this church, we believe that God speaks to his sons, speaks to his daughters, because we believe that he wants to have relationships with his kids. In fact, Holy Spirit who's really God with us right now, right? He speaks to us all the time. Think about it in Matthew 28, 20. There's going to be a slide coming up for those of y'all who don't have your Bibles or you don't want to click there. But Matthew 28, 20 says this, Behold, real talk, check out what I'm about to say. Behold, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. When Jesus promised that he will be with us, I don't think he meant that he was going to be with us without a relationship. When Jesus said, hey, check it out, I'm, I'm going to tell you something that should bring you comfort, that should bring you solace, I'm going to be with you. And I don't think he meant when he said, I'm going to be with you, I'm not going to have relationship with you, hence I'm not going to communicate to you. Because in order to have a relationship with somebody, you need to communicate with them. Okay, so if I was to say, say I'm going to keep it going, I'm going to keep it going, hold on. If God is with us, and he will never leave us nor forsake us, then he will have a relationship with us that involves communication. If I was to tell my, uh, my wife, who I got married to 15 years ago, and I said, hey, I'm going to be with you until my dying day, but I never chose to communicate to her, what do you think is going to happen? You know what I mean? We're not going to be together for very long, right? I'm not, telling, I'm not telling baby girl that I love her. I'm not, I'm not going to whisper tenderly nothings to my baby girl. I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to let her know she got, she looked beautiful. Oh, baby girl, you look beautiful. Oh, baby girl, you, you, man, you know, you smell good. 
Oh, baby girl. Now, some of y'all need to, you know, now, 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 they can't wait to get married real quick now. You know what I'm saying? They can't wait. They can't wait now. But, but baby girl, you know what I'm saying? Hey, what, what, why don't we go on a date? Let's go on a date and let's talk. Let, let, me, let me wine and dine and serenade and, you know, let's get it on. I mean, but, but, but no, but no, I, 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 will, I will talk to my baby girl that way because we married, right? But, but what if I married her and every time she asked me, hey, how do I look? <laughs> hey, can we talk tonight? Hey, do you love me? What's going to happen? Straight divorce. And your boy don't got no time for no divorce. Because I love my baby girl. And I will communicate to her. And I will let her know how much I love her, adore her. I let her know that she is the most important, pos not possession, but the most important person that I have in my life. I will let her know these things. Why? Because we have relationship. And that's exactly what God wants with us. Relationship. It's not about the law. It's about relationship. It's not about the rules. It's about relationship. Acts 2.17 NLT reads this. In the last days, God says, I will pour out my spirit upon all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions and your old men will dream dreams. That's why old men sleep so much. They dream in dreams. But no, 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 but I'm serious though. Like, like, we are, newsflash, ever since Jesus came and died on the cross and rose again, it pretty much put us in the last days. So we are in the last days. We, uh, I don't know if you knew that or not, but we are living in the last days. Kind of feels like that with all the craziness going on, right? He says, in the last days, I will what? Pour out my spirit. And what will we do when that spirit's poured out? Prophesy, have visions, dream dreams, all that, right? What's that sound like? It sounds like he wants to communicate with us. He's wanting to speak to us. He's wanting to speak to you so that you may speak to others. He's wanting to do this thing. So if if, if Acts 2.17 or the Malachi, which pretty much takes it from the Malachi passage, wasn't in here, basically, we probably may have a case that God doesn't speak today, but it doesn't say that, does it? It says, in the last days, right now. So aren't you glad that we don't have a deaf-mute God? Aren't you glad that we don't have a deaf-mute God? So, so, Clay, are you saying that it's possible for everyone to hear from God? Everyone. Yes, yes in a million, yes. Yes in a million, yes. But we must understand the how we can hear from God. We must understand the how we can hear from God because there's different ways that he speaks to us. And I'm going to lay out four ways, okay? I'm going to lay out four ways tonight. First, he speaks through his written word, the Bible. He speaks through this thing. This thing is 
the word of God. It's, it's breathing. It's a, it's a living organism. In fact, in Hebrews 4.12, it says that the word of God is alive and active. It is alive and active, sharper than any two-edged sword. So that means that this word is truth. We must be in the word, guys. We must be in the word in order to hear what our father sounds like. Because if we don't know what our father sounds like, then the lie that comes around trying to rob us of our joy, rob us of our freedom, rob us of our hope is going to sound like truth, and we're not going to know the difference. We must be in the word to know the word, and the truth will set us free. The word is alive and active. What's that mean? Well, because have you ever, have you ever read, if, if you're reading the word, if you're in the word like weekly at least, and you see something in the Word, and you can read one passage over and over and over again, and it means and communicates something different each time. That's what I mean. You can read the same thing over and over again, and it means something different. When you're filled with His presence, and when you're filled with the Spirit, you're reading this thing, and you're like, oh my goodness, I see something different there. Oh wait, that hits me differently today. God, what are you saying? The number one way to hear from God is in the Word. Because He speaks in the Word. There's a passage of Scripture in John 10. John 10, uh, 27 specifically. It says this, My sheep hear my voice. And my voice. And I know them. And they follow me. Y'all, if we're not in the Word, then we won't know His voice. And if we don't know his voice, that's probably why some people here don't feel like they can hear God. But we've got to be in this thing. The number one way to hear the voice of the Lord is by being in Scripture and by reading Scripture and marinating on Scripture, studying Scripture, meditating, reflecting on Scripture. So that's the first how. Of hearing from God. Second how from hearing from God is, is, that, is, is that he does speak oftentimes in a still, small voice. In a still, small voice. First Kings 19, uh, 11 through 13. I'm, it's not going to be on slides. You can, you, can, you can click there, flip there if you want. Um, but man, don't you love the kings? I love the kings, man. The first and second kings are amazing. First Kings is basically about this prophet false prophet named Elijah. Second Kings is about the transition from Elijah to Elisha and in Elisha's life. And there would have been a third Kings if Gehazi would have got it together. I mean, Gehazi, he just messed it all up. But anyways, there would have been like more to go. But in the first Kings is about Elisha. And Elisha, he's, this, he's, a, he's like a mainline prophet. This guy was the man. I mean, he like was on Mount Carmel and he was slaying the prophets of Baal. You know what I'm saying? Just slaying them. I mean, just victorious for the kingdom, right? And then right after that, he basically started to depress. He was depressing, and then he went to the cave. And it's crazy how a big-time prophet of the Lord, this guy got it like, like that. He was like that. Everybody feared him. Still had issues up here. Like his mind was a battlefield still. Isn't that crazy how you can be doing so many things for the Lord but still having to fight in your mind? 
I mean, I know that I can deal with it sometimes. I can, I can fight against depressing thoughts sometimes. But Elijah, Elijah was the same way. So Elijah, he, he went to go retreat to the cave. It's hilarious that he was depressing. He went to go retreat to a cave. So he ran to the cave to hide out. What was me? What was me? No one likes me. No one likes me. And then he has to hear from God. So God speaks to him because he had a relationship with him. So God speaks and here we have in, in verse Kings 19, 11 through 13, this crazy passage here. And as Elijah stood there in the cave, the Lord passed by, and a mighty windstorm hit the mountain. It was such a terrible blast that the rocks were torn loose, but the Lord was not in the wind. So there's this mighty windstorm. And I'm like, oh my goodness, like Elijah knows the Lord is coming and he's looking for the Lord. He's looking to, uh, to, to communicate with the Lord and there's this mighty windstorm and he's like, oh, surely the Lord is in that. Surely the Lord's coming and is about to speak to me. But the Lord wasn't in that powerful windstorm. And he carries on, says it was, or after the wind, there was an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake was a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. So there was an earthquake and fire, and, a, and he's probably like, okay, this is God. He's coming. Mighty, big time. Like, surely this is God in the earthquake. No, it wasn't God. Surely it's God in the, in the fire. The fire, okay, obviously, right? Yeah, Moses talked to the burning bush. Okay, come on, it's, it's coming in the fire. No, God is not in the fire. And after the fire, there was a second. There, after the fire, there was the sound of a gentle whisper. When Elijah heard it, he wrapped his face in his cloak and went out and stood at the entrance of the cave. And a voice said, what are you doing here, Elijah? What are you doing here? I've called you for more. You're, you're in this cave depressing. I didn't call you to the cave to go depress. I called you to go do some work. I didn't call you to be a person who was, who was subject and slave to depression. I've called you out of that oppression. You're not a slave no more. Sometimes we just have to hear God to get that truth, right? But... Light. The point I want to make here, the story here is this, is that when Elijah heard the Lord, it came in a sound of a gentle whisper. Not anything grand, not anything big. It came in a sound of a gentle whisper. You see, God often speaks in a still, small voice. See, not too many people are going to hear the audible, external voice of the Lord. I don't really know many people who, who do. Probably 1% of the church, maybe. But they hear a still, small voice from within all the time. And that's usually how people hear from God. Why is it a still, small voice? Why can't it be, Clay, wake up! Why can't it be, you know, something like that's obvious? Why not? Because enemies yell. 
But the Father, he wants us so close that you can hear us in a whisper. See, the enemies, they, they, they yell at you. They condemn. They're the ones saying, hey, hey, what are you doing? But, the, but God, he wants you so close that he, you can feel the breath on your cheeks. You can feel him right there because he wants to be that close to you. He wants to be that close to you. It's a gentle whisper that we've got to listen for. And chances are you've all heard the, the, the gentle whisper but you disregard it. Why? Because it sounded like you. Gentle whispers from the Lord oftentimes sound like how you sound in your head. Think about it. You are um, watching Netflix and you hear a, a voice in your head. Ah, you probably should turn it off and go get some work done. Probably the voice of the Lord. Think about it, you are, you're doing something you know you're not supposed to be doing. A gentle voice in your head is reminding you, hey, this is not who you are. This is not what we're supposed to be doing. It's probably the voice of the Lord. Feedback. You can keep it going. I mean, I've, I've had this happen all the time. I've learned and trained my mind to listen to the still, small voice of the Lord. And time after time after time, I've learned that, you know what? That is God speaking to me. This is God releasing his, 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 uh, his wisdom to me. I'm going to keep it going. The third way. So the first way, the word. Second way, he speaks in a still, small voice. The third is that God speaks through circumstances. Circumstances. There's been so many times where God has spoke to me through circumstances. It's crazy. It's crazy. I mean, God speaks through television shows. I mean, I, I'm thinking about something. Me and God are having a conversation, and I'm in a tele. I have like a television show is on, and 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 then something in the show is speaking to me because that's what God is speaking to me and he's using that in order to show me what I need to do next. Or maybe I'm having a conversation with somebody in my neighborhood and they say a buzzword that kind of like, oh, okay, that is God right there telling me, communicating to me about what to do or about how to be or whatever. I can, you know, pick, there's all kinds of circumstances out there. I, I remember when I was um, in North Carolina, and I was praying to God, God, I want, I want so much to, to leave this job because I just had my second set, or my first set of twins. I got two sets of twins, but I, I just had my first set of twins, and my first set of twins were, um, uh, were, were born, and I was needing to, like, should pretty much be with them, be with, uh, you know, spend time with the family. So I needed a work-life balance, and that work-life balance wasn't happening. So anyways, long story short, I'm praying to God. God, 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 I want so much for this work-life balance to work out. I don't want to quit, Lord, but Lord, I need, I need an answer. Give me a plan. Give me something, Lord. I need to move on. And so eventually, he answers the call, but he answers through circumstances. And what he did was 
through a series of circumstances, took me, took our family from North Carolina all the way to Illinois, which you know was a God move, y'all, because I was kicking and screaming the whole way. I'm like, no! (laughs) So anyways, so I'm kicking and screaming, but he's like, you know, I'm answering your prayer. So circumstance after circumstance, thing after thing, it was obvious to me that I needed to move here to Illinois. And then Regina got a job in Champaign-Urbana, and so we moved to Champaign-Urbana. And then there was a, uh, uh, there, there we looked for a church. We came to uh, the Vineyard Church, so that was an open door to sign up in the Vineyard Church. And then God said, I want you to be a pastor here at the Vineyard Church. Listen, it was circumstance after circumstance that God was speaking to me. He took, and looking back, it's like, wow, you took me from North Carolina in a hard situation, and now you have us most blessed here working here in Urbana, but it was all the circumstances of the Lord. And he was speaking to me through those life circumstances. And maybe God is speaking to you through these circumstances as well. Maybe God's speaking through your circumstances you're going through. Or maybe there's people here who feel like they missed the call of God on their life. Maybe there's people here who feel like they have not been how should I say? Maybe people feel like there's, they've not been um, living God's best for their life. And if that's you, I believe that God is saying that he's got you right where he wants you. I thought I missed the mark when I was in North Carolina. I thought I missed the mark all along the way, but I wasn't. God had me right where he wanted me. The fourth thing that, um, the fourth thing that, uh, that he speak, how he speaks, <clears throat> how the Lord speaks is speaking through dreams and visions. Have you ever had like a, a dream uh, that you, you know, usually I forget my dreams, right? But have you ever had a, like a dream that you, you had in the middle of the night, you woke up, you, you remember it faintly, but then it gets more and more clear and then eventually you can't shake the dream? Yeah. Well, it's probably God speaking to you in your dreams. And you're probably supposed to write it down, journal it, and lean in to interpret it because God's trying to speak to you. Again, he's pouring out his spirit on all flesh. Have you ever had like um, a vision? You're talking to somebody and a vision pops out of nowhere and you're like, what is up with the vision?" I don't understand, it's probably God speaking to you that you may have a vision for that person to share. Or maybe you're just riding in your car or you in the shower, right? And then you get this random picture in your mind and you're like, what is going on with this picture? Maybe he's asking you to write that down and to shelf it for later because you're going to need to, you know, remember that vision later. God is most likely speaking to you. So he speaks to us through dreams and vision. So God longs to speak to his sons and daughters, and I believe he's speaking to some of you, if not all of you, all the time. And maybe most of you are unaware. And so what I want to do is this. I want to do an exercise. I want to I just, you know... 
called the dial down exercise. We're going to just dial down. So I want you guys to get comfortable. I want you guys to, to close your eyes. If you're listening on the podcast and you're driving, please don't close your eyes. <laughs> we don't want, you know, a life being charged for any reckless endangerment. But anyways, but, but yeah, just get comfortable if you are at your homes, if you're listening to it in your rooms or uh, wherever you are. If you can, close your eyes. Great. But I want you to dial down for me real quick. And I know there's a lot of thoughts probably streaming right now in your mind. I want you to try to slow that train down. Try to slow the thoughts down. And I want you to listen for the voice of God. And the voice of God might come in a still small voice, in visions. The voice of God might even come through emotions and an experience you're feeling in your body. But I want to take two minutes for you to just listen to the voice of God. So I'm going to pray. Holy Spirit, will you come and speak to your kids? Will you come and speak to your people? speaking to us, Lord. All right. And now you probably are places with the Lord right now. You probably are in different sceneries, we're going to try to come back together, come back into a chapel here at the church, and we're back. Um, who here feels like they felt like they heard from the Lord just now? Raise your hand. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. That's good. That's good. I, I just, right now, I just encourage you, 
to continue to keep trying that out. Continue to dial down. You know, you could read the word, read scripture, but to dial down and to listen for that still small voice. You know, the still small voice that comes. Um, yeah. But, but God longs to speak to us. Excuse me. God longs to speak to us. And I pray that he continually presses into, and that we continue to press into hearing more from him. Hearing more from him maybe in pictures and visions and, 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 and dreams. Still small voice or circumstances, whatever that is, however we, we, we get it, I pray that we, can, we, we continue to not like just cast it to the side, but instead lean into that. So I want to pray that Holy Spirit releases his spirit upon us in such a way that we experience more of his presence, more of his communication. So Holy Spirit, if you want to receive this, you can put your hands out. Holy Spirit, I pray that you, you empower your people. Open, open your ears, open their ears, open their, their eyes to see more, Lord. Holy Spirit, may you come upon your people in such a way, Father, that they are hearing you with, with a new acuity. They are hearing you and seeing you with a, a deeper understanding, a richer, fuller experience, Lord, so that they may have the relationship you desire for them to have day after day, week after week, month after month, Lord, that, that this just only gets better. This just only gets better, Lord. So I pray that this is the start of something good. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. So what we're going to do is we're going to step now um, into a time of another, a, a fifth, actually, way that people hear from the Lord. It's through prophecy. It's through prophecy when people actually prophesy to one another. Um, and I want to have uh, some, some people come up here real quick and just give a word to, to, to a selected people here in the audience. So can you guys come up that I talk to real quick? All right, cool. Thank you. So I want, if yeah, um, if we can just, uh, one, give it up for these three right here. These guys, they were, just, they were just asked to come up. They were just asked to come up. There's nothing other than the Holy Spirit in us, nothing extra special, extraordinary. You know, we're not like it's not a specific gift or anything. Everyone can do this stuff. But I want to have Allie go ahead and point someone out and, uh, and just feel like we're just going to communicate the heart of God and speak what we feel God saying to us, to you. Go ahead, Allie. Am I on? Okay, yeah. cool. Hi, guys. Um, I was worshiping, and I have kind of a word for the whole room, if that's okay, and yeah. a word for just someone. Yeah, we, got, we, we don't have much time. Okay, it won't be long. Um, the word I have for the whole room is I just felt like that there's just so many focuses right now. There's so much going on in the political scene. There's so much going on with school, with COVID. And I'm sure you've heard this in many sermons. Our attention is everywhere. And the most important thing we need to be focusing on is what Jesus did for us 2,000 years ago. Come on. 
We need to focus on that. That's what we need to be thinking about, keeping our minds on. And I'm speaking to myself. We can get so caught up in this world, but if our eyes aren't on Jesus, then things aren't going to go well. And your head's going to go to a different place that you don't want to be at. So I just encourage everyone with that. And then, um, so the girl in the blue dress with the white sweater, what's your name? Kayla. Hi, Kayla. Nice to meet you. Um, Yeah. I just feel like even the word I just gave is like specifically for you. I feel like Jesus wants to reveal his heart to you like specifically um, and really he wants you to have a revelation of the cross and that he did that for you personally and that you were on his mind the day that he was crucified. Um, And I think that revelation is going to change a lot of things for you. It's going to change how you see religion. It's going to change how you see yourself and how you see your friends, how you see your parents, how you see anyone close to you, um, the revelation of what he did for you will change your life. Wow, that's good. So did that word make sense to you? Awesome. We'll receive it in Jesus' name. Go ahead, Jake. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, Kayla. Yeah, tonight I just really felt like God was highlighting Brie. Um, And I've only met Brie a handful of times, but I just think that... Just the spirit of creativity is just upon you. And I feel like God has a project for you. And I think he wants you to step into the word that I like really resonated with when I saw you was boldness. And he wants you to step into boldness with whatever project that he has for you in your heart. And he just wants you to just spend some time with him so that you can know like what what those creativity, those skills, those crafts, that vision that you have. Because I believe he says that you're that your eyes um, see something beautiful and and there's so much creativity in you, Bree. And I think that um, tonight, just spend some time with him talking about that project that he has because I believe that he's going to do something really great for not only the people that are around you in that project, but for even the just the kingdom and even this ministry. So I just, I just bless that tonight, um, that Bree, Lord, whatever project that God has for you, that um, that he just gives you the boldness, and that Holy Spirit just guides you in your thoughts and your heart. So yeah, just receive him tonight. Amen. Amen. Good. Awesome. Um, <laughs> wow, we don't have time. We don't have time. We got time. Um, so I was just talking to God while we were worshiping and, you know, prophetic words are something that I I love to do. And something I've been pressing more into is very, very specific, you know, prophetic words. Like I ask God for email addresses, phone numbers, you know, like, cause that's stretching. That's like out of my comfort zone. I want to grow. And how do you grow? You get out of that comfort zone. And so I was asking God for some like specific words like that were beyond like, seeing someone in the crowd, and I do see a lot of people that are highlighted, but I'm going to focus on this one, and we're just going to see, all right, does someone got a mom in here that's named Judy, Judy, mom's name is Judy, and it's okay, I can be wrong, but I pray that I'm going to, your mom's name is Judy, your aunt's name is Judy, that works, awesome, I, 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 you know, mom, then we go to family member, and then we go to someone named Judy, all right, no, but, What's your name? 
Destiny, awesome. Nice to meet you, Destiny. I'm Jake. Man, Destiny, that's such a cool name because you got a destiny, right? You got a destiny to go do great things, right? Mm. I feel like you've just been in your, you've been battling bears and lions, you know? I don't know. If, I'm just going to go with what God's telling me. You've been battling bears and lions, like, when nobody's watching. Kind of like how David did. And David, he before he got slain Goliath, he was by himself battling bears and lions, his own personal battles when no one else was watching, but he was being faithful because he knew who he was and he knew what he was destined to do because God told him he was going to do it. I feel like, you know, you've been doing the same thing. you got these bears and lions in your lives, these things that personal that no one else really around you sees, maybe close people in your life, but the public, a lot of people here, like, we don't know, but, like, you know, those things that you're battling being faithful with, man, you're going to come out of that, and when you see that giant, whenever that happens, you're not going to be afraid, and you're going to slay it. You want to slay it, girl. Like, it's going to be, like, victorious, and you're going to be able to cut off the giant's head, hold it up, and be like, I'm victorious no matter what. Yeah, and I got one more that's kind of weird. Um, has, is there someone in here who's, like, been shot at in the last nine months? Like, shot at by, like, a gun. Boom, boom. Like, have, again, in the last nine months, were you shot at? Like, not that you were hit, but were you shot at? I don't know if that's anybody, but I just felt that during some worship. And it was, like, weird, but I'll go out there and say it. Nobody? I haven't, so. All right. That's cool. That's cool. Maybe it's for somebody else later, but, you know, I'll press into that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that wasn't what I was feeling, but that's that's pretty that's pretty clever. Okay, and then temperature guns, but all right, that's really gonna. You know we're in a move of God, right? Like we're in a move of God right now. You look on the media, and media's not gonna show up, but we're literally in a move of God right now. You gotta, I mean, man. There's a lot of people missing out on it. No, but we're in a move of God right now. He's moving more than he ever has before. And it's opportunity for everybody in here to just reach out and take what's theirs. Oh, and I got one more. It's hypochondriac. Somebody in here is just a hypochondriac. They, get, they stub their toe. They stub their toe and they're like, I'm going to die. Not literally that, but like, you know, you, you feel something in your chest and it hurts. And you're like, oh, is that cancer? Oh, is that like, you know, I'm going to die? And you worry about it for maybe days or weeks on end. Somebody? Awesome. Well, God's setting you free from that right now in the name of Jesus. Fear doesn't belong in you. Right? That's all I got. Amen. So, so what we're going to do is, can we all just stand up for right now? Um, you, we, we all can do this stuff. We, you know, we all can hear from God. We all can, can, can get, get downloads from the Lord. We all can... Uh, speak the words in the heart of God in such a way that blesses the world, that blesses other people. And I, and I just wanted to have these, guy, these three come up, student leaders come up, and, and, and to showcase that because everyone can do this stuff. I didn't want to be the one to be bam, 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 bam. You know, I mean, I, you know, I, I do that enough. But I want to like, actually empower other people to do it. So if you want to do that, and, and, and leaders, can y'all go ahead and, and, and fan out, please? Um, if you want to do this stuff, if you want to either hear from God more regularly, get dreams, 
hear God in circumstances, uh, hear God in, in our every day to day, right? Or you want to be able to hear God in such a way where you can actually release the kingdom of God. You can actually, actually release prophecy in a new way. If that's you, you want to do that, why don't you go out right now and start getting prayer with one of these leaders fanned out on the walls right now and you can get prayer right now. Praise the Lord. There's also um, people here who who want to grow in relationship with the Lord in a new way. You you know you're not in your Bible as much as you should be, or you know you're not, you know, doing the things that you know you feel like you should, and you want to listen to that voice. You want the conviction of the Spirit to be stronger in your life. That's called grace, y'all. If you want that, you can get prayer. If you want to flow more freely in the Spirit and be able to burn on a new level, please get prayer today. I mean, this is not something that is a, a negative thing. This is not a condemning thing. This is a good thing. We want to grow. We want the body to be, to, 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 to flow in this way. So if you want prayer for any of those things, or even just pain, or even uh, concern that you have, uh, something that you need to like work through in your life, you know, you have uh, an exam you're, 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 you're nervous about, or you have a situation relationally that you're nervous about, you know what? Let's get prayer. So I'm going to pray, and then you are free to release to go to prayer, or free to release from from here tonight as we officially conclude. But after we pray, I'm going to have my man Ben play a song out, and then we, we can do more ministry with these guys here on the side or whatever, just engage in worship. Or you just go out and enjoy the snacks. So Lord, come. Thank you for being here. You just have a sweet presence, Lord. Thank you for wanting to be near. Thank you for your intimacy. Into me I see. Thank you for that intimacy, Lord. We exalt you. We adore you. We, we want to recognize your... We want to recognize when you're around more and more. So teach us, show us, show us what we don't see. Speak to us in ways in which you can attune our ears and our hearts to you. Because we can hear from God. We know it. We can hear from you, Lord. We need to learn how, Lord. So teach us how. Help us take advantage of the moment, Lord God, when you're teaching or when you're speaking to us. In Jesus' name. And I pray, Father, for favor, for favor upon favor to fall upon every man, woman, child here tonight. I pray, Father, that as they came, Lord God, into this building, they leave refreshed, they leave filled up, they leave stirred up because you are here in the midst, Lord God. 
So, Father, help us to go from favor to favor, from mountaintop to mountaintop, from glory to glory, Lord, all for you in Jesus' name. And the church said amen. 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 God bless you guys. Have a great rest of your day. Ben, you can play if you want. Thanks for listening to our podcast today. And we pray that this has helped stir and awaken you to live alive to God like never before. If you want to connect with us, let's go. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Alive Vineyard College.